All right, all right, my friends, I am back. Finally, my goodness. Well, I have escaped the clutches of the liberals. Um, I don't want to take too much time. I want to get into it, but real quick, yes, I was the targeted individual. Um, they were shutting down my stereo equipment. They were also sending messages into my brain that was messing with me. Uh, so I think I'll do some backstory. The, uh, you guys are familiar with the term meme, but in popular culture, it sort of has taken on just the idea of like a, a picture with a caption meaning meme, but meme in the traditional sense is just an idea, right? It comes from that, uh, not Christopher Hitchens, who's that other atheist uh, who's burning in hell or will be soon burning in hell. Uh, the Selfish Gene guy, Richard Dawkins. So Richard Dawkins had this book, Selfish Gene, talking about memes, and really that's all where it comes from, this weird book in the 70s. But, point being, um, I was declared legally a virus, and the things I was saying were legally declared viral. Uh, not in the, like, millions of YouTube hits sense, just more... Less to do with the spreading and more to do with just the uh, detrimental nature. <coughs> um, I also had several polyps removed from my throat, uh, which was something that needed to be done. But <coughs> anyway, so they, they turned me legally a virus. Um, the liberals locked me up, uh, which is like the most typical, you know, I told them right to their face, like I didn't like you know i didn't act like oh please i'm sorry like i was like this is the biggest example of big government liberal douchebaggery that has ever happened i mean to a white guy anyway and uh they were like well i i understand why you're saying that i get it but we're not doing this to anyone else it's not like we're really overstepping our boundaries that much it's literally just you you are the worst distributor of ideas uh in the world which i took obviously as a compliment that means i'm getting to him anyway i was deemed legally insane uh, i was kept uh, locked up for a little bit but i am back um i'll tell you if you're thinking i sound pretty blase uh, as uh, a french or homosexual man might say about the whole thing it's partially because um well, so they wrote me this prescription for, uh, I am in California, uh, as I think I've mentioned, I'm not going to get more specific than that, but I'm in California because I like to be in the belly of the beast, you know, keep your friends close, enemies closer, um, my closest friends are like a couple of guys who live in the desert in Nevada, uh, beyond that you pretty much got to get out to like Montana, but yeah, I'm down here finding the good fat, uh, what was I saying? <laughs> yeah, so what happened? They wrote me this prescription when I got out for this. Like, you know, they got... I mean, I guess I didn't even need a prescription. I don't know why they did it, because it's legal here now. But they told me to go check out these, you know, vape pens, the marijuana stuff. And, you know, they said, like, it would, you know, cool down my, my anxiety, which is to the point where it's causing me to hallucinate. And I was like, okay, yeah, go stick it up your poop shoot. But, you know, I was like, okay, I'll try it. I was bored. So <clears throat> I went down to the club. And not that the first part of this story was not true, but this part is 
definitely actually true. Um, so I went down. I, I'm more of a traditionalist when it comes to, you know, taking substances in. Um, if I'm going to be, you know, inhaling something, I like it to be smoky. You know, I think you gotta you gotta earn it. <coughs> and I'm not afraid of cancer because I'm not a pussy. So I tried one of these like vape pens and like it, it's one of these things where they it's a uh, like pre it, it's like a disposable one right but there's no instructions on it and the thing is the person who sold it to me um as most of the people in those shops are she's just you know a young attractive woman who also happened to be foreign uh which but not like a bad foreign kind of like I'm not sure where Melania's from, but like that kind of like she was white is what I'm trying to say. But uh, yeah, she barely spoke English, except she she kept saying nice, nice, like in this robotic way. Like that was like the first like working in a cannabis club. She's like, I got to learn That's something she heard. She's like, nice, nice. And I sounded like exactly like a white male stoner when she said it. It was kind of weird, but point is, uh, I wanted to get one of these things, but I was, I couldn't figure it out. And, um, because I had no confidence that the person who sold it to me knew what the hell they were talking about, um, I thought they ripped me off and I started fumbling with it uh, and I, I unscrewed the cap and I got this sticky oil stuff all over my fingers uh, it shouldn't be that easy to unscrew, by the way, if it's not supposed to come, like, it wasn't, you're not supposed to do what I did, but it was that clearly unscrewable, which doesn't make any sense, but anyway, I eventually just tried pressing it to my lips, and it, it worked, so <coughs> my intention was not actually to use it at the time, I just wanted to make sure it worked, so I did accidentally inhale, unlike Bill Clinton, because he's a pussy and but anyway I, I didn't I mean so that's why I like I'm kind of like strangely happy about everything right now uh it was just it, enough like I'm totally cogent but uh you know I'm gonna have to rely on the words of someone else to really get the vitriol out there because for some reason I'm just pleased as punch with things but let's find something angry all right, this is from townhall.com by a Kurt Schlichter, posted June 28. It is terrible to be a liberal in 2018, which is awesome. That is the title. So we're off to a very uh, literary start. I clicked on his little bio, and it says he's a successful trial lawyer, uh, which also former stand-up comic, which is, is just silly, but... It always amazes me how people like this can write something like this, yet still have whatever intelligence it takes to be successful at this other endeavor. Uh, and what I mean by that is because he's such a good writer, like it's crazy that he could be that good at both those things. But um, anyway, uh, here we go doing it live. What a letdown. You libs were totally promised that you and your elite cohort would rule forever, unchallenged over the filthy hordes infesting America's non-coastal regions. And then all of a sudden, those nasty normals got militant and elected Donald Trump. That's right. Liberals thought they and their elite cohort, you know, ruled by 
uh, a minority and a woman. Uh, you know, a minority is not even Americans from like Zimbabwe or whatever, uh, you know, or Hawaii or some other country. Uh, you know, some other super elite country like somewhere in Africa. But yeah, sorry. Uh, normals took over with Donald Trump, who, you know, supposedly is a billionaire, but he hasn't released his tax records, so, uh, he, as far as I'm concerned, uh, he is normal, and just like me until proven otherwise. <clears throat> so now you got Bill Maher pining for a recession. Uh, Bill Maher, by the way, being an example of, uh, a liberal darling. Um, you know, I, I heard someone say the other day, you know, he's not really very well liked by liberals. Uh, he's very willing to, uh, take, uh, divisive stances. He's pretty all in all, um, you know, reasonable airing on the side of offensive, but he makes fun of our president, okay? So as far as I'm concerned, he's just as liberal as any fisting lesbian. And I don't mean like a hot one. I mean, like, not the type of thing that, like, a conservative man hypothetically could be pleasuring himself to. I mean, like, like, like fat lesbians. Like Ro Rosie O'Donnell is basically what I'm talking about. Rosie O'Donnell. Um, so now you got Bill Maher pining for a recession. Apparently so Trump will somehow get tossed out of office to make room for some liberal to come in and do what Trump did and bring prosperity, but more wokely? Uh, I'm just gonna jump in for a second and say, you say that as if it's an ironic thing, but actually that does sound like the best possible situation. Uh, we would love for someone to come in and help the economy, but just do less of the, uh, you know, Grabbing of pussies and separating children from their families. Like, that's, let's get the best of both worlds. Oh, yeah. We're just going to have someone who uh, is going to lower taxes and just not randomly grab pussies. Yeah. Good luck with that. Then there's Nancy Pelosi, fresh from. <coughs> Fuck. Excuse me. I've been sitting by myself. I haven't really talked in a while. Then there's Nancy Pelosi, fresh from bathing in a tub of $100 bills, complaining that... <laughs> there's a disgusting side for you. Uh, complaining that more cash in your pocket is a bad thing because it means she can't spend it the way she chooses. And she chooses to spend it on greedy foreigners, layabout bums, and other Democrat constituencies. That's right. She wants to spend... Our money on greedy foreigners, layabout bums, and, you know, other Democrat constituencies. Uh, I mean, the one we mentioned already would be, like, the elites, um, which, of course, are rich, greedy uh, Democrats. And it's bad to give them money, unless we're having a debate about, like, uh, trickle-down economics, in which case, of course, the answer is it's better to give money to the people at the top. Um, but that's an entirely different issue. Uh, moving on. There have been so many, uh, there have been so, excuse me, <clears throat> never have there been, never have so many, <laughs> never have so many been so angry about so little bad news. 
I'm sorry that was so tough for me to get through. It's just that this man uh, is so intelligent that it's hard to understand his words sometimes. With nothing real to complain about, they have to have every silly little thing to the point where they're screeching Nazi at you while you're trying to gnaw on a quarter pounder. Quarter pounders. Food of the people. Their anger is a giveaway. In poker, it's called a tell. Oh yeah, you guys know about that, right? Like when that German guy was like twisting the Oreos. You remember that. A tell is a little thing a player does that gives away the hand he's holding. Uh, in a liberal's case, the hand he's holding is that of another man. <laughs> liberals tell how they constantly... Oh, liberals tell is how they constantly bemoan success. And what their tale tells us is they are eager to trade our prosperity for their power. Okay, I see. That kind of explains the thing from before, so... Um, we conservatives are the prosperous ones, but the liberals, I guess, are the ones with the power, which is a different thing. I guess that maybe like governmental power, whatever. Um, but what do they care about our prosperity anyway? They're actively against our prosperity. That's right. Preach some prosperity gospel, my good Christian brother, white guy. Proud, self-sufficient people don't want don't need or want them. So they don't want the liberals. The entire business model of the Democratic Party is to keep Democratic constituencies poor and then give them money looted from non-Democratic constituencies. That's right. If the Democratic constituencies stop needing handouts, uh-oh, what would they need the Dems for anymore? That's right. So the Democrats want to keep people poor. And then take money from the conservatives to give the poor people. Um, and then they vote for them, I guess. Better a recession with them in power than prosperity without them in power. Which kind of shows where, quote, normal's happiness ranks on the big list of liberal priorities. At the bottom, priority number 2382. Rather between vegan pronoun equity and reforming the FBI. <laughs> That's good. Although, I mean, it's good because I get where he's going, but to be fair, it's... I mean, you could make the argument it's a really stupid joke because reforming the FBI, the point is they don't want to reform the FBI, right? That's why it's priority 2382. But vegan pronoun equity is, like, making fun of them because they like vegan stuff and they're all about, like, you know, pronouns and equality and stuff. Like, don't call, you know, that transgender person a dude or whatever. Um, so it doesn't really make sense that that's also, like, I get that he wants to make fun of them for that, but he did it in the wrong way because he's saying that's low on the priorities. Although I guess... He does say it's right there between, so he could mean it's just like the mathematical mean. Number one being vegan priority. Number, uh, what would that be, 4764 being reforming the FBI? Something like that. Um, speaking of the FBI, well, no one is speaking of the FBI. <laughs> this guy was probably a very good stand-up comic. The leftist media saw to that with a coordinated response of utter outrage against the Trump administration for treating criminals like criminals. 
Phew, that was close. We almost had to spend a few days talking about how simultaneously corrupt and inept the Democrats infesting the FBI and DOJ were. That's right. Treating criminals like criminals. Taking their children and locking them in cages. If people aren't going to respect your rules, you got to get to them somehow. Still, if you're a liberal, you're not on- you not only have to have the major sads... S-A-D-Z, because he's cool. Uh, I mean, because he's, he's making fun of them is what I'm trying to say, so you can have permission to laugh at that. Uh, the Major says because that sad-faced hack, Bobby the Beagle Mueller and his band of Democrat donors have found zero evidence of collusion. The Libs bet the house on a bunch of government nimrods who are, unfortunately for hashtag the resistance, more incompetent than corrupt, which is saying something. Mueller's got nothing, and he's not going to get anything. He had Paul Manafort's bail revoked, but is Manafort going to roll? By which I mean give Mueller the perjured testimony feds are used to pressing out of their stoolies? Feds are used to pressing out of their stoolies? No. Manfort knows Mueller's got nothing, because there is nothing, and he also absolutely knows there's no pardon waiting for him if he invents Russia stuff to please torque Mueller. And Trump is totally going to pardon him, and General Mike Flynn too, if that gun-to-head plea isn't withdrawn in light of all the lies we've seen from Integrity Boy Comey's cohorts. Okay, let me say something here. I, of course, staunch conservative, no matter what, I will hold my positions in the face of adversity, logic, whatever. But I kind of don't like this thing. It's like Trump does it. So the lame, the nicknames have got to stop. It's just, or get better. But like, we can't keep doing this. It's just too much. They're just so bad. I remember this, this uh, very successful man I knew. He had this paperweight uh which shows he's out of date to begin with but he was like barack obama's face as part of a rock it was like a rock but with a face and it was barack obama and he'd like laugh at it like <laughs> gotcha he's a rock and it's like that's that's not how humor works like it, it, that's not a funny thing to be Oh, I guess, like, in an absurdist sense, like, it, if you literally saw someone who was a rock, I guess it'd be funny, but... Anyway, good. Because this corrupt practice of strong-arming testimony that is almost certainly false, in whole or part, out of, quote, witnesses, by threatening them and their families with eternity in the slam, has got to stop. That's right. We only threaten families... With regards to immigration. Pardons would send a message. No more of this garbage. And then these lazy prosecutors might have to start proving their cases with evidence instead of with witnesses who have to choose between lying and dying in jail. I'm not sure what... I mean, if we're going to use pardons to just disregard the legal system's judgments, I'm not sure if that's actually encouraging... I mean, I guess it makes it easier. It makes it easier for them to the tr- to tell the truth, or yeah, whatever. It's just a good thing that the president happens to be one of the good guys. Otherwise, I could see that you know uh, being used as well. Anyway, 
Moving on. Um, liberals are devastated that Russiagate is a dud. And more so because the collateral damage on liberal institutions brought on by their fake scandal is going to be awesome. As a liberal, you can't be looking forward to November. Not with Maxine Waters stupiding it up all over cable. Every normal in America sympathized with Sarah Sanders. Uh, I'm sorry. Normal? The way you keep saying every normal, it's... Uh, I get... Like, there's an element, and this is certainly the argument you would make, I'm sure, that I just mean, like, non-elites, you know. But the way you say normal, it's kinda got a real dark undertone. Kinda like normal, uh, as in average, as in majority. Uh, kinda sounds like you're just saying white people. Probably... Mostly white males, although uh, technically women are a slight majority, but... Yeah, but they're weaker, so that, you know, still holds up. But yeah, no, I get what you're saying, and shut up. Um, every normal in America sympathized with Sarah Sanders, and the vast majority vowed some ballot box payback. That's right, time for some payback at the ballot box. These idiots ought to report their social welfare... Social well... <laughs> These idiots ought to report their social warfare jerkiness as in-kind campaign contributions to Trump's midterm victory campaign. So, you're being dumb, in other words, liberals. Oh, there's plenty of big talk among Dems and their media Schumer sniffers about the onrushing blue wave, but where is this wave? I ain't seen no waves. Where is it hiding? Where is there any indication that the people who elected Trump are going to say, yeah, I like the tax cuts and the booming economy and beating ISIS and my kid not having to fight street to street in Seoul and the crackdown, Seoul, S-E-O-U-L, as in the city uh, capital of uh, South Korea. I guess if liberals were in power, we'd be having a war where we'd be going into South Korea, I guess is what they're saying. Because North Korea was going to come in and then we were going to have to help them out or something. Instead of invading. Maybe there's like a soul in North Korea and that's what they meant. Uh, I don't know. Because um, otherwise I don't. It wasn't really invasion of South Korea they were they were ever talking about, I don't think. But uh, street to street in Seoul. Um, and the crackdown on illegals and the conservative judges and Trump generally not taking a guff from liberals and their media pets. But I've suddenly just realized that Trump can be mean sometimes. So I'll vote for Democrat guy who wants to help Pelosi take my guns, import MS-13 in my neighborhood, and then pester me at Arby's, unquote. Where is someone saying that? Where? Okay, now that is just the biggest example of what you call a straw man argument ever, is um, you take an argument someone's making, and then you totally misrepresent their argument, uh, and you use that to fight against it, like, as if you were saying, like, you know, Michael Jordan was a tough teammate to have, and then you were like, oh, why, just because you had a Hitler mustache? But obviously the answer is because he was known for punching people, uh, including uh, Steve Kerr, who, after coaching the Warriors, now holds more rings than Jordan does. But uh, point is, that's what Strawman does.
Hmm, interesting. Um, I would like to see you go up in a flame. That's it. That's that's my response. Um, where is someone saying that? Where? Just look how unhappy the libs are. It's all outrage all the time. You can't be happy if you're constantly agitated. It's unhealthy. It makes you look like a wacko. Yet they go nuts on social media, they go nuts at award shows, and they go nuts when conservatives are trying to scarf down some tacos. If you're always going nuts, maybe that's an indicator that you are nuts. This is having some bad flashbacks about what the people were trying to say to me in the institution, but... Yeah, I mean, basically what he's saying is... It's not fun to be upset about things, so let's just be happy about the status quo, which really is the conservative agenda in a nutshell. That's really put pretty succinctly and pretty well. It's a lot of work to be outraged about things. I mean, if you have it good, like, let's not... It's not even like rock the boat. It's just like, I'm not going to go out of my way to rock the boat. You know what I'm saying? Um, okay, uh, what a disappointment we are to our liberal elite betters. Again, liberals being the ones with power, us being the normals. We've let them down terribly. Oh, well, these are bad times to be a liberal because these are good times to be a normal American. And, uh, that is how the article concludes. A normal American is a hyperlink... And uh, if you click on it, it takes you to uh, Kurt Schichter's Amazon page uh, for his uh, book, Militant Normals, How Regular Americans Are Rebelling Against the Elite to Reclaim Our Democracy, uh, Kindle edition, for what it's worth. So another classy move uh, by Kurt Schichter, essentially turning his entire article in his closing statement, into an advertisement for his book. Um, But he's a businessman. That's what we like. We like to see business. Speaking of business, by the way, you know another good thing about these detention centers? Like, he doesn't talk about that, really, but obviously that's the thing that, like, liberals are all up in arms about, you know, and I think he's afraid to even mention it. Um, it's easier to talk about things that are, you know, easier to poke holes in, uh, than, oh, everyone's like, oh, don't, you're grabbing people's children and locking them in these things. It's like pretty fucking dark. But, uh, let me remind you, not just prisons, but these detention centers are privately owned, right? This is America after all. Um, so you should have guessed that. So yeah, um, hello, bringing tax dollars in. Another great thing about it, you goddamn hippie sons of bitches. If you want your welfare checks to keep showing up, you need taxes. And taxes come from money. And these things are generating a lot of money for the economy. So, with that, I will conclude by saying thank you very much for listening. It's good to be back. And let's get those children Red pill out!